All right, let's chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. There's a lot of news to catch up on. In particular, want to talk about that anti-Indigenous racism in the healthcare system report that came out earlier this week uh, from Mary Ellen Terpel Lafon. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Yes, a very big and a very important report. It runs more than 200 pages, so six months of investigation, two dozen recommendations, and I think the really powerful part of the report of the first-hand testimony in it uh, from Indigenous people who had bad experiences patients and some Indigenous staffers, including an Indigenous doctor and nurses, uh, all together, a fairly disturbing report, an amazing piece of work to have done in just six months. Yeah, no kidding. Well, they picked the right person to do this, right? If anybody was going to find and dig into this, it was Mary Ellen Terpel Lafon. What, uh, you know, reading through it, there was a lot that disturbed me about what was clearly going on, Vaughn. What about you? Um, a lot of the firsthand stuff was, was pretty disturbing and vivid and powerful. And I, and I think that will be the, the, the confirmation in the report. Um, the other reason it was very important that they picked Mary Ellen Turple of Fawn is because of the, the triggering allegation on this. It needed somebody who could go in with credibility and look into it. And, you know, her, her finding on the episode, the anecdote that triggered this, was there was no substantial evidence that it was happening. So go back to June. Mm-hmm. We had a story circulating that they were playing a guessing game in the province's emergency wards, some of them anyway, where they were guessing the blood alcohol level of indigenous people, indigenous patients who were admitted to the ER, and there was a suggestion that there were prizes being given out. They, they was called the prices right. And this is a horrific story. Yes. Well, you know, when that kind of a story gets out there, um, it's really important that, first of all, it be investigated. And Turple Fawn really dug into it, and she found that, you know, it was one anecdote shared in a workshop. Uh, it when the person who reported it was interviewed at length. Um, Well, it was 10 years ago, and they'd heard talk, and there was other loose talk in the system, but she concluded at the end there was no substantive evidence that that was being done. So swept that away. Again, she's got the credibility that you can believe her. You know she tried hard to get to it. Uh, I think there would have been discipline and action taken if she'd found any evidence, but there wasn't any. So that's done. But then you go to her recommendations. The one that... The one, of her, the one of her recommendations that I was actually quite surprised by, she found that when she talked to healthcare workers, frontline healthcare workers, they were reluctant to talk to her because they lacked protection under the province's whistleblower legislation. Really? And when I read that in the report, like, I mean, look, BC's whistleblower legislation was adopted in response to that case. Eight years ago now, where a bunch of healthcare workers and researchers were wrongly fired, and one of them, remember, right. killed himself. And we had an ombudsman person report that came out that said, look, uh, going forward, we need to have whistleblower protection for frontline healthcare workers so that they can tell, come forward and blow the whistle and be protected. 
Um, the government, the, the NDP government, enacted that legislation two and a half years ago, Simi. It doesn't apply to frontline health care workers. That they doesn't make any sense. It. That doesn't make any sense at all. No, it doesn't. And Turpelafond flagged it, of course, and said, you know, she extended protection to health care workers who talked to her. She extended protection and confidentiality. But she said, this has got to be rectified. And she said it could be rectified quite quickly. The law is on the books. It's just a matter of extending it to the province's health authorities. She didn't explain why it hasn't happened. Uh, I gather it's because the province's health authorities have just been dragging their feet on actually doing this. Turple Lafon said at the press conference on Monday with the health minister standing beside her, Adrian Dix, that this could be done quite quickly. And it should be done right away going forward. And I agree with her. Uh, but I guess we'll have to wait and see what the government does about it. But I have to say, just reading through it, too, it is heartbreaking to think that people have been turning to the health care system for help and get treated in that way. You're right. And here is the and this is something that Turple Lafon does very, very well. Um, for all kinds of reasons in our society, First Nations, Indigenous people have poorer health outcomes than the rest of the population. It's a legacy of colonialism, of residential schools, of isolation, of lack of care, cultural. There's a whole bunch of reasons. But what you want is that those people who have more health problems go to the health care system. And what this report shows, um, they're reluctant to. And particularly women and girls, because there's extra problems for them. So the very thing you want in order to break the cycle of bad outcomes for indigenous people, the system itself is an obstacle because indigenous people have heard enough stories to know, uh, stay away from the hospital. It's not a good place for us to go. That is... That just makes me shake my head like that, right? Like, So what is going to be done about this then, Vaughn? Well, so Adrian Dix has uh, appointed uh, an interim assistant deputy minister of health to lead a task force to take these two dozen recommendations and go forward to act as an advocate for Indigenous people in the system, to tackle the recommendations that can be done in the short term and in the long term. He started the process on Monday. Uh, Turple Lafon said you should start by apologizing. He did apologize. He's appointed the task force. Uh, First Nations people will be involved in that. All very good. I think that he would show a sign of good faith in this report if he accepts Turple Lafon's recommendation that whistleblower protection should be extended to to, uh, frontline healthcare workers and do it quickly, because one of the things that Turple Lafon wants to happen is reporting going forward on progress being made in the system. Whistleblower protection would help that, because then the health authorities themselves would have to report every year right. on how many complaints they're getting and what they're doing about them. Yes, that would be good. Um, also, so Premier Horgan having uh, press availability this afternoon, anything that you think is going to come up in particular? Um, well, you know, we're getting the first, we're getting a legislature session next week, and I think there will be questions about uh, the promised uh, 
Christmas bonus, I guess you'd call it, the economic recovery money that he promised during the election campaign. So uh, $1,000 for families, $500 for individuals. The uh, government needs to bring in the legislation, but they also need to provide a mechanism where people can apply for this uh, so they can get it before Christmas. So as you know, the Premier's still hedging on whether or not the checks will be here for Christmas or whether it'll be in the new year. Uh, But look, the government's got a majority. Uh, I can't imagine the opposition parties are going to oppose this. The House is going to sit for two weeks. They should be able to get it through. Uh, You've got a new finance minister going forward. By the way, I see the new finance minister is talking in the Vancouver Sun today, uh, Selena Robinson, telling Rob Shaw that they may put off the budget. It may not be tabled in February. It may be March. So they can do that in an election year uh, because they changed the law before the election. What a coincidence. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, that means that the New Democrats feel, uh, you know, with the election, they're running behind schedule right. on getting the budget ready. All right. Lots to talk about. Thanks, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Cindy.